0: I'll shrink down to earth here. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. So you do have the privilege of getting to hear me preach twice today, So, and I hope that you are blessed by both. Um, We continue today in the service um, topic. We've been doing Robert Snazy's book the last four, and today's number four in the five practices of fruitful uh, congregations, and that the topic is risk-taking mission and service. Risk-taking mission and service. I'll start off with a story that my missiology professor in seminary told me about risk-taking mission. And service. Um, this, was, this is a teaching story. It actually didn't happen because I, I'm very glad that my professor did not do this to me. Um, finals week. If you've ever been a student of every, any kind and, fi- and you take finals, you know that finals week is a very stressful time. You're loaded up with tests and you're, you're trying to figure out how am I just going to, with my everyday life, have enough time to study for those. In this missiology class, a professor said, your final is next week. It's at 10 a.m. sharp. If you show up at 10 o'clock in one second, you're late and you have failed. This was part of a larger design on part of the professor. So the people, they did all their studying and the group of students showed up, most of them early, because they didn't want to be late, to a note on the door that read, sorry, this room, is. we can't use it anymore and we need to move to another room on the campus, which is 15 minutes away. It was a very large campus. So all of them were like, what are we gonna do? We're not even gonna get there in time. One student took leadership, said, everybody follow me. I know how to get there quickly, I know a shortcut. So they were running through campus with all their, toting their bags, everything with them. The majority of them arrived with 30 seconds to spare, huffing and puffing, sitting down, preparing to take this exam. And the professor was late, five minutes late, which had everybody like, he told us he was gonna start on time and kind of building the um, animosity that was going on in the room. Professor walks up with nothing in his hands and said, your test actually began when you read that note on the other door and ran across campus. Everybody was like, "Uh uh-oh, what have we done? The professor said, After all, this is a missiology class about service and why we as Christians and you preparing for leadership in the church, why we serve. And as you were running, getting ready for your test, did you notice the homeless man sitting on the fountain asking for help? Did you notice the husband and wife that were fighting because they had a serious issue going on? Did you notice, did you notice did you notice the world of need around you as you were single-mindedly getting here to take the test? And for, as, as they were getting ready to take the test, he said, actually, that was your test, and you have all failed. <laughs> so you can see why. I'm glad that did not happen in my Messiah. But they, that, that's a story to actually teach a point which gets it across. And as I was preparing the rest of my homily for today... I really was taken back by opening with a story like that because afterwards, naturally, I would sell you what we naturally do as a church and what I see out in town. But I wanted to stop there and say, God's kind of tugging on me to say something a little bit different. I will say those things eventually. But if you're here on a Sunday morning, I think you've heard this before. And I think you know, at least in essence, what it means to risk-take mission and service, to risk a little bit of yourself to do those things. And I want to say from the staff, and I honestly, I apologize to you because I don't think we do this well enough. You out there make us look really good at our jobs. You really do. When I look around, just at everybody that's in this room, I don't know all of you as personally as I would like to. We do have a large church with 1,050 members, but... Just thinking back, just last week, I saw um, an am- or heard, we all heard, if you were here, an amazing story of one of the Cuba participants that went and just furthered the, uh, the attitude. This is something we talk about in Stephen ministry. There's the attitudes of servitude and the av- attitudes of servanthood. And so servitude is something we do selfishly. It still has a positive goal at the end, but we do it because it benefits us. Servanthood. Servanthood is doing something not to benefit yourself and not just with the benefit of making the lives uh, joyful of others around you. And I see that exemplified. This story last week that we heard for the sermon um, started with, I was going to Cuba because I wanted to go see a country. I wanted to travel and then by the end, started with servitude, and they were blown away. The, and if you've talked to any of the Cuba team, um, it started with a lot of people with servitude and m- moved to servanthood. And by the end, they were they left by saying, "I hope I blessed them as much as they blessed me." It's a common lesson we learn with risk taking, mission, and service. As I look around, as well, I mean, I just off the top of my head with. Becky and what they do with Taizé, EFM. You'll get to hear more about EFM. Suzanne Harris is back with us. She'll be ta- leading our um, Youth Sunday next week. All the youth next week serving, giving their time and talent. Um, you know, thinking he, what the suicide prevention video, amazing, what we did here. Uh, just, I can list thousands and thousands of things about what we do in this church. But today, um, we will commission our search team, the search committee for the next rector. And I, wh- whether you were selected to be a part of that or not, I would like to thank you as well for stepping forward because it's going to be a lot of work and a lot of responsibility. But as we commission you today, you are showing us what it looks like for risk-taking mission and service. As well... Um, I saw it exemplified yesterday too. We had, yesterday we celebrated the life of RJ Henderson. And from Pam and organizing people to help in the kitchen to our own senior warden that was here grieving and celebrating with her family and, and Bob, and yet still took time to set our altar today for communion. I just, we do have extraordinary people in this parish and I want you as we honor mothers be glad for the story and the example of Christ that we set for this town I want you to hear that really it's a privilege to be on a staff of a church that exemplifies this so a I want to I want you to hear celebrate that keep doing it but there is a b In the gospel I read today, it it speaks about many things which tie into risk-taking mission and service. And I wanted to give you a definition. Robert Snazy says this about risk-taking mission and service. Mission and service refer to the projects, efforts, and work people do to make a positive difference in the lives of others for the purpose of Christ. Whether or not they will ever become part of our community of faith or not. Risk-taking pushes us out of our comfort zone, stretching us beyond service to people we already know, exposing us to people, situations, and needs that we would never ordinarily encounter apart from our deliberate intention to serve Christ. Congregations who practice risk-taking mission and service offer endless opportunities for people to make a difference in our lives of others through service projects, involvement, opportunities, and mission initiatives. And that's as I mentioned, we're in, still in the search process. You might get a little excited as we commission our next search team. But it also offers the temptation to sit back and twiddle our thumbs a little bit and say, well, the next rector is not going to be here for over a year most likely. So maybe I'll just sit back and rest for a little while. But it's, if you've noticed out there, just this morning I saw it modeled to me that uh, as I, I showed up at 7 a.m. to unlock this morning, and as I was downstairs at this far door on this side, at the exit down there, there, there was a man sleeping. Um, and it was cold last night. And I, part of me, I was, that missiology story I told, I went back to that as I was, my mind first kicked in. You got to get the rest of the church open because people are going to show up at 7.30. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, something was like, no. Slow down. See how you can be there for this man, and he was embarrassed that I woke him up. And he, I was like, "Hey, we're going to have a brunch later at nine o'clock. You can come to church with us. We're going to have a meal. Would you like to come and be a part of what we're doing?" It's fine that you're here. Um, And he was so embarrassed that he wanted to run off. Um, And and I said, "But if you ever want to come and be back, you're invited." So, And I hope that planted a seed that he would be welcome here. But um, that was just an example of as I'm preparing to preach this, it hit me right in the face. Um, And that's one of the biggest risk-taking mission and service things I, I can think of out of a couple. One being, sometimes it's really hard for us to ask for help. It's easy to serve others most of the time, but when it comes to us, And whatever we might need, um, it's really hard sometimes and to put ourselves out there. And then another one, just in serving other people, um, in the gospel I read today, it said, the honor of laying down our life for our friends. And I can't think of a greater uh, sacrifice or risk in mission and service, but the majority of us won't get that opportunity. I mean, we have... I had a great talk with the, the Cummings yesterday about the military, um, and then as well, search and rescue. There are those opportunities that members of our church put their lives on the line for risk-taking mission and service. But for most of us that won't, probably won't ever find ourselves, what does that look like? In the 21st century, risk-taking might look like making ourselves available and juggling our busyness so that. Christ is represented in this busy, busy culture that we live in. And that, that might sound like a simple concept, but risk-taking it, you know, and, and, and thinking introspectively as well on, you, you may be doing, like I mentioned, hearing the thank you as much as you can. And it, it's good to have your boundaries and take care of yourself. And after all, what does the golden rule say? Love others as you love yourself. That's a such and it, that stretches across many faiths, and even comes out of our own Bible. Love yourself first, so that you have the power and the charge to go out there and love the rest of the world. Here we are at eight and ten o'clock, and we hope today is a feeder for you. It energizes you to go out there and be the hands and the feet. Of Christ, to love this world so much that hopefully the ultimate goal should be to, you know, kill oppression, feed everybody, all of those things we know we're supposed to do, but take care of yourself. And that's that's an honor. Like I said, it's in a large parish like this, I don't know all of you as well as I would like to and may not ever have the opportunity with that busyness of life, but we do. The people... I feel that, that I know the best in the congregation are the ones that I've shared life and faith with outside of the 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock service. This is our corporate gathering, but you know we've got the, the youth group things we do, the young adult things, the Cuba team, the people that I had the honor of leading a couple trips with. Uh, there are several things I could say, and it just seems like those opportunities we get sacrifice, time, vacation, money, all those things for that, is the people that, that I just see and there's a bond there that lasts for a long time because we took part in risk-taking mission and service together. And that's one thing that I'll close with is also in the gospel today, a concept is, is brought forth of Christ saying, do it so that you may know my joy and that your joy may be complete. And that makes me think that our culture, you know, is, I don't, I think we misunderstand what the word joy means today. Our busyness keeps us at bay sometimes, and I believe we were created for so much more, to be representatives of the love of Christ, and to be world changers, being the kingdom of Christ. And that includes our brothers and sisters in you know, the other denominations here in town, across the world, as well as other faiths. And I, just thinking of that concept of joy, what does that look like? And I believe risk-taking mission and service, it's hard. It is not easy, but I believe the true concept of what joy means, you find in whatever that looks like for you, risk-taking mission and service. So as we enter looking for the next, you know, the, the search committee will have their job and one of many. I know many of them also have other jobs, but it's time, if we're not doing it already, what are we doing well? Is there anything that needs to be pruned in order to make room for what we could be doing better? And then what, is, what God might be laying on your heart that could add to your own ministry as well the overall profile of what St. John's Episcopal Church in this community of faith is. And I ask you to pray about that. If you're doing what you're already doing and can't take on any more, thank you. If you're at that place where you're like, I can take on more, I can do more, um, it would be awesome. I mean, we already are, but if we became a mission incubator, if you don't know what that means... um, that if you come to us with an idea that is especially in this idea of risk-taking mission and service, maybe we can equip you and make it happen, whether it be individually or a group. I'm uh, privileged to sit at the table um, representing our Outreach and Mission uh, Committee, Outreach and Service Committee, and they actually have this, a program, if you didn't know about it, called Small Miracle Grants. and They actually will give money to a worthwhile, um, if there's someone that comes and says, I need some resources to do this in town, to do A or B. And that's just one of many ways the church can be a resource to you to go make disciples of all nations. Are you ready? Amen.